there is a show on your ship called Live Love Legs. <laughs> Live Love Legs. <laughs> No, I want to talk about Men in Black colon International. Play a little bit of that theme music. Mm. Play a little bit. Get that. Get the people in the mood. Men in Black. I don't think we've ever. T- we haven't talked about Men in Black on our show yet. I'm sure we've mentioned it at some point in time. We might have mentioned it, but are you in general? Are you a fan? I am a Men in Black fan. Absolutely. Same. All three of them. Um, up until this one. So, oh, wait a minute. No, I mean, I mean the three before this movie. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I meant that to say there, there are four now. There yes. are four now, yeah. I am also a big Men in Black fan. I love all the men in, men's in black. Mm-hmm. Recently, Z from the original Men in Black uh, passed away. That was uh, sad. Yeah. Rip, rip Torn. Rip Torn, that's no. right. The last suit you'll ever wear. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Men in Black International, it's fresh take, new faces. New uh, people. You got Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Thor himself. Liam Neeson. Tessa Thompson. That's right. That's Rebecca right. Ferguson from Mission Impossible. That's right. That's right. The Kate Beckinsale of now. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I gotcha. Okay. I mean, the plot of this movie is similar to like most Men in Black movies. There's like some big powerful thing. There's some bad mm-hmm. aliens. There's some good aliens. And you got the agents. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a mole, maybe there's not. Mole hunt. One of the good guys is actually a bad guy. You know. There's a MacGuffin. You search for the right. MacGuffin. You find the MacGuffin. Right. Some guy mm-hmm. tries to steal it. At the end, you save the earth. That's right. There's a, there's a MacGuffin. There's a mulligan. And then there's a Moriarty. No, that's a different movie. <laughs> there's a Muggsy Bugs. <laughs> so I want to talk about what do you think about these new agents? What do you think about Tessa Thompson as a Men in Black character? Like her. I agree. I like her applying to every government agency. And then putting in like the actual, the other box. Like, yeah, you know, the one upstairs. And the guy's like, accounting? (laughs) I love her espionage-esque getting into the Men in Black headquarters and using her deducting of skills or whatever. And so she gets in headquarters and gets put in a room. Emma Thompson. Agent O, yes. Yes, Agent O. She's about to leave the room. And when she asks her like, why should we make you an agent? (laughs) Tess Thompson says, would you mind giving me one good reason? Because I'm smart. I'm motivated. I look good in black. I'm boring me. Because I have absolutely no life whatsoever. And that is what gets her in. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, here's something that I, I wanted more. Here's something more I wanted, speaking of Tessa Thompson. Yes. I loved her trying to find the agency. I thought she could have been a, maybe a little bit more goofy. I think after Chris Hemsworth is introduced, she takes more of kind of the straight role. Right. The straight man role of the comedy. Right. Which I, I found disappointing because I think her kind of the, the humor at the beginning, I thought were excellent. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see more more training. Yeah. They really breeze past that. The Will Smith, like... You burn the fingerprint Paper tests and the, and the yeah. different... I love that stuff. Like, the getting in feels really cool. And I feel like they rushed it a little bit, and they were already putting the suit on her and the glasses. That's true. And I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, that is true. I was hoping for a little bit more. A little more origin story there. 
Yeah, I, I did like her naivete where she like reaches down and touches the alien and then the alien explodes into like a thousand little aliens. Yes. And everybody's going to run around and catch him. Like yes, those moments. Absolutely. She's very fun and funny in those moments. So for sure. Very good. He's a blue giant. Let's just press the button and see, see what this thing does. Are you suggesting that we try a weaponized star for fun? Mm-hmm. Well, for science and fun. They don't call it the empty quarter for nothing. Yes, that's why I made the suggestion. Go. What did you think about Chris Hemsworth's character? <sighs> good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fine and good. Yeah, I agree. Here's where I have issues with Men in Black Colon International. Yes. They have such fun and good chemistry as Thor and Valkyrie. Right. Yes. Individually, they are great. I saw the trailer. I said, I must see this in theaters. One, it's Men in Black. But two, I love both of these actors. Right. And I was ready to see them work off each other in a more funny way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a little bit like oil and water, they didn't quite mesh in this movie. You no, know, the, the, they're seen in the desert. You didn't like that? You know, they're still fighting and kind of mad that they got stuck out there, but... Yeah, fixing the ship. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that. But, like, that scene was stolen by... Pawn. Kamel Nanjani. Pawnee. Pawnee, right. In the scenes with those three together, Pawnee had all the fun lines and really, like, as far as the comedy really brought it. And those two together, I'm going to say something blasphemous and harsh. Oh, boy. I think Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson slept walk through this movie. Really? I thought they were, or no, hmm, that's too harsh. They didn't sleepwalk through it. Maybe they didn't have much to work with. I'll give like maybe a script and maybe an issue or a storyline. They didn't have kind of what I wanted from them. Hmm. Not, the same like the, the quippy chemistry back and forth wasn't quite there. I agree. I think there could have been more of it. I think Tessa Thompson was really trying to work the role. Mm-hmm. I think she was, she was doing some acting there. Right. The Chris Hemsworth, he might have phoned it in here and there. I'll give you that. I do want to say Pawnee, I thought he was hilarious. He really stole the show a lot. I pledge loyalty eternal to you, Agent M. No, no, no. I'm not interested in a subject. Too late. It's done. I already pledged the loyalty. I wish you'd said no, no, no before. He was great. Yes, he was hilarious. Really made, like, he plays the pug character. Right, exactly. He is that, like, that third wheel, comedic relief, blatant. I thought he was great. Agreed. I did love the action in this movie. I think there were some great action scenes. Taking the weapons off of the car. Oh, yes. Fantastic. That was amazing. We need more firepower. Side view mirror. What do you want me to do? Throw it at them? And uh, the Matrix-style twins that they were fighting. Do you know that those are those twins are like really great dancers? Huh. I mean, thus they had them in a scene where they were dancing together. I did not know that. They're also in the future Cats movie, which is going to be done by movies on the side as fast as that movie is released. Now, Nate, have you seen Cats on Broadway, though? Nope. See, neither have I. I feel like I'm <laughs> ill-equipped to... Uh, speak to it because i've not i've never seen the original oh but we will watch cats on the silver screen okay and that's all we're going to go off of and it's going to be glorious i'd love for that to be one that we see together that would be amazing oh yes absolutely taylor swift is in that movie too yep absolutely you have a google alert when taylor swift's in a movie what's she doing here Memory. anyway 
I thought you were going to say more more words than memories. Yeah, I, I forgot the words. But they, they, they were. Something Moonlight, I think, was in there. Yeah. Anyway. Liam Neeson is also in this movie. What do you think about Liam? I love Liam. I love that his name is High T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's very funny. But uh, I like Liam Neeson in it. I do. He's a good Men in Black character. Yes. He almost made me think that he was in the older Men in Black. Right. For some reason, I just... He had that feeling like, oh, yeah, he's been around in this series for a while. Nope. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but he just joined. He fits very well. And I had no idea Liam Neeson was in this movie until he was on screen. That was great. I also really enjoyed Agent C. Yes. I thought yeah. Agent C was also great. I agree. I liked him too. I have that as a special note. I say liked in quotes C. Here are the people I did not like in this movie. <laughs> Rebecca Ferguson. Mm. I did not like her character at all. And that third hand, wh- where is that arm coming from? Is that straight from the back? Is that between the shoulder blades? Is it like a tail with a hand on it? Yeah, where? I didn't like that. Okay. I didn't like her. Okay. I, I, I thought the dancing twins, meh, fine. I feel like, oh, who's the one, the guy, is it Vungus? Oh, yeah, Vungus, yeah. Guy? I thought he was okay. He was okay. Okay, I guess I, I, guess I disliked less people than I thought. You didn't like... Uh... Mostly Rebecca Ferguson. I thought that whole thing was weird. Was it just the hand part that weirded you out, or you just didn't like her at all? I think she was just kind of doing an SNL cameo piece of just like mm. a old spurned love. I didn't feel like there wasn't much going on there. Now you don't run away again. Oh, hello. Oh, and here I thought H walked alone. Silly me. Poor you. I liked the connection, though, in that fight scene, Tessa Thompson recognizes the alien that she saw as a kid. That is so great. Yeah, I like that. Yes. And the line she remembers is something like, I'll kill for you, like I'll I'll murder someone on your behalf in the future or something. Wasn't that? Yeah, something like that. In the alien language, it meant something super violent that she said to the cute little... The alien was good. I'm going to say... I know I'm talking a lot. I'm sorry I'm monopolizing a lot of it. I'm very passionate about this because it felt... Like the plot of Men in Black International was jumping from set piece to set piece, and I felt like I was watching kind of the rough assembly of a movie that had kind of lost its movie magic to me. Mm. I felt like it was kind of a cobbled together plot where it's like, go to the sand place, got it. Go to the Tunisian place, got it. Go to <laughs> go to the Eiffel Tower, got it. I don't know what didn't work. I can't put my finger on it because. Sure. The actors were fine. They weren't bad. Like they were, you know, it's not Hugo from mm. Alita. Like everyone did fine. Everyone did their role fine. I thought Kamel Nanjani shined. Yeah. Liam Neeson was good. And yet I watched it and I thought, where's the spark that the old Men in Black movies had? Because I feel like I'm watching just a collection of set pieces and small short stories that don't add up to anything larger. Mm. What say you? I guess I was somewhat blinded by just the Men in Black stuff. Like I like all everything about the universe of Men in Black. The cool vehicle with like the motorcycle chase scene through Morocco or whatever that was, Tunisia. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. cool aliens and the cool weapons. The fact that there's some mole and we're trying to figure it out. What was your guess going into it? Did you have a feeling? No, I mean, I was, well, I was excited for it because I love, there's never been a Men in Black movie I didn't like. And so I guess I never Mm -hmm. really expected to look at it critically, but like to not like it, assumed I would like it and felt like I liked it. But 
I think Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones did have a chemistry that is hard to beat. And I do think Tess Thompson and Chris Hemsworth have that chemistry in the Marvel Universe. Yes. Maybe that's the problem, too, is like they were very much in the Marvel Universe together. And to see them in a very different universe, it feels weird. Right. I read this in a review, so I cannot take full credit for this, but I don't remember what the review was. But it said that part of the joy of the original Men in Black series is that although it was comical and although Will Smith was super funny... There is a like, and the whole thing's super hokey. There was a level of seriousness that they treated their job like, mm. and that that is what makes it what made it so funny is that these guys. It was like we're protecting the earth. Tommy Lee Jones, especially, super like all these funny stuff, just deadpans around it. Like he was just right. super serious. And all of these things, like they were like all these funny aliens, and they were like, "Hey, you're out of your, uh, you're out of your sector. You need to get back there. You know, you don't have permission to like cross this section." Right. Like to see your license and registration, please. Like to see your other license and registration, please. All right, your resident alien card has you restricted to the island of Manhattan. Where are you going, Reggie? And I think that's part of the joy of it. Is like this is a very serious organization. But with funny stuff in it. That's true. They took away, in this one, they don't have that kind of gravitas. Like, everyone's kind of wink, wink. This is a funny organization. Chris Hemsworth is kind of jokey, jokey, although it's sort of serious. Tessa Thompson is sort of the same. Mm. The whole thing is kind of like winking at the audience member. Like, we know this is super silly. Mm. And I think it loses a little bit of fun because... Men in Black is like a super serious organization of people like erasing your memory, but it deals with funny aliens and funny situations. And that dichotomy is gone in this movie. You know, that is very interesting. And that is true of the older Men in Black. You see, like they do their job in passing and often, and like the main plot line is a thread, but you do get to see them interacting with lots of different kinds of aliens and yeah, that's true. And, you know, I'm looking back now at the images of the old Men in Black movies, mm-hmm. and there really was a lot of heart. I forgot Men in Black 3 was about Will Smith's father and how he died. Mm-hmm. Then the Men in Black 2, with how, like, Tommy Lee Jones was looking after the the princess of that held the thing or whatever, you know? Right. Or the or he, I, is it in the third one? No, it's in the second one when he calls him out of retirement and he's working at that post office. Yeah. And like <laughs> he's he's like touching heartfelt moments like why do you think you felt so at home here? And the, the, everyone around him reveals that they were aliens and that's why he was like that part of his like destiny is to like be part of this organization. Yeah. That's heartwarming sort of thing. I, they all had heart. There was no coma. It was all a cover. Who are you? Question is, who are you? I'm the postmaster of Truro, Massachusetts, and I'm ordering you to leave these premises. Okay. All right, people, we have a breach. Farrell, cordon off this area. Billings, I'll have a full perimeter wipe down right here, right now. Okay. Farrell, get him off and escort all non-essential civilian personnel from this side immediately. Yes, sir. Listen to yourself, Kay. Who talks like that? Maybe that's it. At the end of the day, I feel like Men in Black International lacks heart and heart when combined with really cool action and funny lines is a great casserole and this is just sort of missing that it's all sweetness none of the savories Mm, like a morning glory illusion it's a morning glory exactly exactly yeah whereas like 
when I come to a rom-com, I'll give you, I'll take all sweetness because I know what I'm getting into. But this, I have movies to show that like, I'm expecting a little bit of, a little bit of heart, a little bit of touching moments. And I do remember even that first Men in Black movie, we see Tommy Lee Jones watching his wife, and you really feel that, you know, he gave something up. And right. Whereas in this one, Tessa Thompson has no life. Right. We don't know anything about Chris Hemsworth's life outside of it. Oh, that's Everyone true. else is kind of like, oh, we're disconnected from the earth. Everyone's disconnected from the real world. That's true. So you never have that feeling of like, oh, this is a real shadowy organization among us. It's more like, no, this is just their own thing and they're flying through a Tunisian street. That is so true. And you know, the, the first Men in Blacks too, you like, you experience the city that they're in. We see the subway. We see these different shops the jewelry store, like we see city streets, like you feel, it feels like a real thing. Right. They're real, real places, real people, real relationships. And, and the fun of them, the aliens are right beneath our noses, like living among us. Right. And that's cool and a little like slightly unsettling, but in a funny way. Why don't you show him the imports, Jeeps? Hi, Kay. How are you? Show him the imports right now. I got out of that business a long time ago. Why do you lie to me, Jeeves? I hate it when you lie. Now just hold on a second. I'm going to count to three. He'll do it, Jeeves. One. I'm telling you, that man does not look stable. Two. Wait, you know what? Talk to me. He, he is just crazy when he's like this. He's always crazy. Why don't you get a massage? This is like the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> what? What's the island that uh, Riza is on? She's on oh, some sort of... Maybe it's yeah. spiders. I don't know what it's called. Santorini. I don't know. Something around. Something in the Mediterranean, right. These are exotic locations that like further serve to distance me from this movie. All right. I am convinced that this is not as good as I thought, maybe. But let's not leave it there on that sour taste. It's still Men in Black. There are still blasters. There are still fun aliens. And at the end of it, Liam Neeson, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. never came back from... Oh, I don't even remember the bad guy. Parallax, basically. He was like possessed or whatever by the thing. By the hive. The hive. The hive. That's right. Not a not a great bad guy. Not a great bad guy. And the final the final scene, you know, all the other men in blacks really had epic final scenes. Tense, suspenseful, mm-hmm. good fights. And like this one had a final scene with a fight, but there wasn't as much gravitas as those old men in black movie ending. Sure. But uh, I forgot to do the Rotten Tomatoes for this movie. Maybe now it's up apropos. Mm-hmm. Got a 22% critic score mm. and then 66% audience score. That, ma- that makes sense. It does, yeah, it makes a lot. Hey, Stephen, what's the moral of the story here? Oh, good call. The moral. This is difficult. I got to think about it. Moral of the story. The moral, the moral of the story. What's the message the, the movie is sending? Moral of the story. Story. I'll go first. Yeah, okay, go, go ahead. First. Go ahead, please. It's like a dream where they have you walk in and like, here's your thesis, and like, but you haven't prepared at all. Mm, I'm going to say yeah. Men in Black, I'm just going to talk slowly and it's going to pour out of me. Okay, very Men good. in Black International teaches us that <laughs> aliens are people too. Um, nope. That's Insta- terrible. No. That terrible. What it is, is... Mm-hmm. the hive mind is bad no i i honestly i uh wow wait what tessa thompson learned something what's her character arc this is her new family does she learn to, no she learns that does she learn to have a life outside of men in black is that what it was yes she does learn she learns that there's more to life than being in the men in black her job right there's more to life than what you do her job and chris hemsworth learns that 
you know, you can love a single person. You need to embrace the the embrace the bad part of your past. Because he was kind of well. Don't rest on your laurels. <laughs> Maybe that's Chris Hemsworth's moral. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I got it. Don't rest on your laurels. And that's for the best message in this. Yeah, I think so. And for Liam Neeson, uh, don't get possessed by the hive. That's the moral of the story. Right. Maybe is don't believe. What's the quote about like don't believe all your good press? Like don't believe all of your own. Don't like don't buy into your own hype. Don't uh, sing at your own birthday. I think I just don't made that up. Sing at your own birthday. Right. I like that. Don't That's high good. five yourself. <laughs> That's right. Don't applaud your own bow. Mm-hmm. Yep. I tried it. <laughs> okay. That's it. Let's rate this movie, Nate. <laughs> yep. Let's go from zero to five pawnies because he stole the show. Pawnies like a melody in my head that I can't keep out. Got me singing that. Na 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 every day. Like my pawnee stuck on replay. Replay. I think I went first last time, so hit me. How many pawnies? Oh, this one's tough. This one is tough because expectations really hurt me. Yeah. I'm going to go two and a half. Two and a half. All right. Which feels like, yeah, that feels like the 50% Rotten Tomatoes sort of thing. I feel like I'm somewhere right between critics and I could probably go lower, but knowing what I've rated last movies that we've done, two and a half feels correct Mm -hmm. i think maybe it would be higher if i hadn't known anything about men in black before this i know some people have had for example somewhat negative views of the uh, new lion king oh yeah but apparently people kids who have never seen the old lion king go see the new one and absolutely lose their mind and love it okay so (laughs) i think it's by having watched the new the old men in black and loving them yeah that hurts this one i see and like like we talked about the lack of heart is really tough yeah did have some yeah. fun parts but i'm at the part of my life where i think i want a little more heart in my movies so two mm. and a half for me that's good pawnee nate we've been agreeing a lot lately and i'm going to do it again here i'm also going to give it two and a half three feels like too much two feels like not enough two and a half for this movie i hope they return to their roots do a future men in black with some heart i would love to see this exact same cast i have no problem with this cast whatsoever i would run it back entirely i'd bring a will smith cameo into it yes and i'd have a little bit more yep like you said a little bit more heart maybe a little bit more seriousness to the men in black people i agree well we're gonna do our top four because there's only four total men in black movies Yes, we are going to do that. Sorry, I was typing in just so I could quickly look at. I didn't want to have two and three. Two and three get a little confused in my mind from time yes. to time. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But they are very distinct. Who's the bad guy in Mission Impossible 3? Oh, Mission Impossible 3. It is I mean- <laughs> uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> nice. Well done. I'm so glad that I pulled that good. out as quick as I did. That was really good. Men in Black 3, the bad guy, is uh, he's got the goggles. That's Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin is the bad guy. He doesn't look anything like no, Josh, Josh Brolin. Bro- no, Josh Brolin is, is young Agent K. He's young Tommy Oh, Jones. my goodness. You're right. That was a total uh, blunder there. It was, um, I don't know his name. He has goggles. That's all I know. Is it, oh, yeah, Jermaine Clement, Boris the Animal. Oh, he's from uh, Flight of the Concords. Uh, I have I have heard that name. I think. Okay, I am ready to go. My number four is Men in Black International. 
My number four is Men in Black International, the lattice one. Okay, very good. The lattice one. Yes. My number three is Mission Impossible 2. (laughs) I cannot believe I just said that. You planted that in my head. Wait, you weren't making fun of me? That was an actual mistake? That was an actual mistake. You literally incepted Mission Impossible into my brain. I cannot believe it. Yes. Men now, in let's Black. talk real quick. <laughs> yes. Men in Black, Mission Impossible crossover. <laughs> I need you to pitch me the, the plot in approximately 45 seconds. Go. There is a virus from a foreign world, an alien virus, that has landed on Earth. And it is spreading and it makes people into, who knows, some kind of I Am Legend a roach from Men in Black 1 crossover. And the Men in Black are trying to find the antidote, and for some reason, Tom Cruise is the one chosen. He becomes an honorary Men in Black agent and is sent forth with Will Smith to retrieve the antidote from uh, the bowels of some... Maybe it's even another... Time. Okay. You convinced me. Give you had a little bit more. I know you had a little bit more. What were you gonna say? I was I was gonna throw. We could throw in a monkey wrench. Men in Black has not gone off Earth in the history that I know of. Maybe we go to the moon or Mars or something like that. I don't know. That feels a little cheesy now that I said it. Mm. Let's not do that. Let's not. Let's not do okay. that. No. No. All no. right. Well, I, I press the open door button uh, for the elevator. Uh, thank you for coming today, Stephen. Uh, here, <laughs> us at Fox would. We thank you for your suggestion. Um, mm-hmm. you, we'll you know the way file. We'll here, keep it on file. Yeah, we'll keep <laughs> we'll it on file. We'll definitely keep it on file. Thank you so much uh, for coming in. Uh, you remember yeah, the way you yeah. came in, right? Yeah. All right, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you very much. I thought I was doing pretty good for a while there. Oh, I liked it. I liked the okay. whole thing. Okay, very good. Very good. So yeah, Men in Black 2 is my number three pick. Of the three original, again, I still love it. Love all the Men in Black. But I think that one's uh, number three for me. Okay. I'm going to go with Men in Black 3 oh, as my okay. third. Okay. You like the time travel aspect? I think it's fun. I think it's okay. Mm. I think as far as villains, again, I had to ask you earlier, so not super memorable for me. Yeah, fair but enough. still great. Well, my number two is Men in Black 3. Mm-hmm. I think for the final scenes of the shuttle launch, and we see Will Smith's dad and all the old-timey stuff. Pretty fun. I enjoyed it. And being the final in that trilogy, I thought it was a, a solid close to that era of Men in Black. My number two, I'm going to go with the original Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll talk about that in a second. But I think that... I'm going to just group them all together because everyone can know from process of of elimination. That puts Men in Black 2 as my top one. Wow. Now, this is odd because you put it as your third. But, and I know uh, Serlina is kind of dumb. Yeah, she walks around in her underwear for a lot of the movie. Right. Maybe in 2002, I was was just down for that, I guess. Wait, am I going to watch a PG-13 movie and... Yeah, I'll watch Serlina, sure. I think there was something about the heart part of it with Rosario Dawson as the long-lost alien princess yeah, from Zartha. Sure. And it says, at some point in time, Tommy Lee Jones turns to her and says, like, 
you don't cry when it rains. It rains when you cry. Mm-hmm. That was actually not a great line now I think about it. Maybe I have this wrong. Mm-hmm. I have 2002 rose-colored glasses maybe on right now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe. That's We're going to have to identify. I put Men in Black 1. I think the giant uh, roach, yes. uh, Vincent D'Onofrio guy, is so terrifying. Sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. so gross. Yeah, that and that really scared me. Yeah, as a as a young tween, I think I'm docking it a little bit for that. See, that original Men in Black is my number one. Mm-hmm. No, I mean not only was it groundbreaking, I think the first movie of its kind, and just so many like the obviously the neuralizers, the lady that gives birth or the alien that gives birth in the car, and Will Smith delivers the baby. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. The those roach scenes, like that final mm-hmm. battle with the roach scene when Tommy Lee Jones says, I'm going to get my gun, and he gets swallowed by the roach, and then Will Smith blows it apart, and then the top half comes back and, like, it's, like, about to eat him. Oh, it's, like, so, it's just so good, like, suspenseful. It's the, it is the right kind of gross good. It is, yeah. The, there's a, a very fine line between gross out, oh, gross, gross, gross. And like and yeah 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 good it's right in between and it's does walk that balance beam. When we first find Frank and Will Smith walks into that little store and he's like, "Oh, that dude's definitely an alien." Frank <laughs> and then dogs. Are like, I mean, oh man, it's just that first one. Fond fond memory. Is it the second one with that guy, the guy from Monk, and he keeps shooting his head off, and it grows back small? That was the first one. That was the first Men in Black. Is that the first one? Yeah. Okay, I did like that. That scene is also great. And I mean, the first one has his whole training, testing. It's got all that. Yes. Got a lot of good yes. stuff. Sliding the desk closer to you as it scrapes across. Yep, yep, yep. Just saying. Good stuff there. Man, that roach is so scary. Sure. It's scary. I don't know. That first one, though, it's really good. I'll need a snack. <laughs> It stays with you. It does. That sound stays with you. It does. Oh, man, I'm looking at these pictures on IMDb. Man, that wrote. That was a good special effects for... Uh, your identity is no longer yourself. You are now Jay. Now wear the last suit you're ever going to wear. Oh, it's so good. 1997. This movie. Pretty good. And now, theme music, Fade Out. Fade Out. 